You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. What if there was a procedure that would stimulate the body's natural healing abilities in less than three minutes? which was also used in clinical studies on the treatment of pain and inflammation from sports injuries, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, or multiple sclerosis. Well, today's guest is here to talk to us about the benefits of whole-body cryotherapy. What is cryotherapy? Cryotherapy is the practice of using cold temperatures to promote natural healing and wellness that dates back to ancient civilizations. Whole-body cryotherapy is the modern experience, which stimulates the same rejuvenating and refreshing benefits at a whole new level of cold, all in just three minutes. And today's guest, Marcos, from Performance Cryotherapy, is going to take us inside a chamber and tell us what it's really like. Stay tuned, because you're going to want to hear what happens when you step into the tank. It's great to have you here on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on today to talk about cryotherapy. I'm surprised at how many people don't actually know about this, but it, from what I understand, it can be used for all different types of things. Is that correct? No, yeah, absolutely. You're totally right. Um, I'm surprised too. The number of people that come in um, every week that have never even heard of it, um, but are just extremely interested and they come in and try out for the first time. And um, yeah, we've had great results. So how did you first find out about cryotherapy? So I was... Um, big into fitness while I was in the Marine Corps and all the fitness, the big fitness guys on social media, all the platforms, they were using it um, in their videos. And I'd never heard of it before that. So I didn't think much of it, got out of the Marine Corps and was experiencing a lot of um, joint pain. And uh, it was actually my wife's idea. My wife, Becca, she thought, Hey, let's go try it out in uh, Concord about 30 minutes away from us here. So we went and tried it out and I uh, honestly didn't feel any, any results until my second or third session. And that's when the knee pain completely went away. Um, so that first time I tried it, awesome experience. I felt great, but the pain was still lingering. Um, my wife felt great that as well. So we tried it again, and then that's when the pain went away completely. Um, and I thought, okay, this is something we need to bring to Brentwood. And that's kind of when I started digging, doing some research, and uh, put everything together. I can't tell you the number of stories I hear from patients who have kind of had the same experience. They um, haven't really heard about it. I refer them to get some cryotherapy. And most of them are just blown away with the result. Can you kind of paint a picture, walk us through what happens when someone comes in to the clinic to get this type of treatment? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, for example, if someone comes in and they, and they really have no idea what to expect, they heard about it and they're just coming in to try it out. Um, what happens is you'll come in, I'll show you the machine first. I'll let you kind of know what's going on with it, what happens in the body, what we're doing um, as far as the actual treatment. Um, it's a three-minute session, no more than three minutes. But if you would like to get out early, if you want to cut that session short, that's no problem at all. The, the session's really tailored to the, um, the client. Um, now, as far as the temperature goes, we can adjust that as well. We can make it colder, we can make it less cold, or we can hold on to a certain temperature for the duration of the session. So it, it really is tailored to that person, whatever they prefer um, as far as their crop therapy session goes. After we talk about the machine a little bit, I leave the, the client to um, change over in the room. They can knock out the quick waiver on the iPad and they will put on um, a robe over, you can do men will do boxers, and then women can do either a brown underwear, they can do nothing at all, or they can do a combination of the two. And the reason, the reason why they might choose one or the other is just because sometimes people use this therapy for uh, skin-related issues, and they want more skin exposure. So they'll decide what they want to wear on underneath, they'll put a robe on over for their own privacy, and then we'll give them gloves, socks, and shoes. 
So after they have all that on, they can just remove any um, jewelry or piercings, or they can cover them if they need to. And then they're all set. So they'll open up the door, I'll come back in, and then that's when we start the session. So I'll cool down the machine. And uh, once that machine's ready, we'll get that client in, we'll take that robe from them, and then we'll run the three-minute session. Um, and, that, and during that three minutes, that's obviously the, uh, the, the part that's, that's the toughest, just because it's cold. Um, so that's why we, we kind of coach them through, we talk to them, we get their mind off the cold. And at any point in time, if they're uncomfortable, they can go ahead and, and adjust that session, you know, letting me or whoever's running the, the, the session know, hey, let's, let's cut it early or let's, um, let's, let's up it, let's make it a little bit colder. Um, and then once that three minutes is up, they'll go ahead and step out with that robe and they'll feel their legs, their body kind of tingle as that blood flows back out to their extremities. And then from there, we'll go ahead and change over and then uh, get them out of there. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you who haven't seen this, picture this large steel tube in this room. It's kind of like, you know, Back to the Future where you see all this fog or uh, uh, mist coming out the top, you know, when he, when Doc opens the, the, the car. But you just see kind of all this uh, mist and it kind of lingers around. And it, it looks like a big tube that you stand in, right? I mean, you're up to your neck. No, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We raise you up to where you're just above that level of, uh, of nitrogen. So yeah, nitrogen gas. And that's exactly what it is. It's like a big cylinder you stand in. It's got some cool lights and we manually lift you up to where your head's up and out. And that's really it. Some people do have, um, just a heads up. Some people do have, uh, an issue with how restricted they are in that machine. So we have an option to move over a, um, a metal piece to give you more room to kind of breathe and move around, um, so if you do see pictures, it kind of you might see it go either way. Yeah, and I've I've been in like an MRI machine. That thing is tight, but this isn't isn't as bad. And your head's out of it, so it's really not too bad. No, not bad at all. Especially, I actually prefer to have my um, that 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 piece that goes over. I prefer to keep that down and out of the way. Some people like it; it makes it a little more intense in the upper body, so it's preferred. Uh, I actually don't. I, I prefer to be a little bit higher, have more room to kind of move around, because uh, moving around does help throughout the session know staying active and, and speaking of moving around i mean this thing gets cold right i mean how cold does it get so it really depends on the client and on uh, the session that we run so we typically start you off with a level one there are three levels you can choose from and you can actually choose whatever level you want your first time but we kind of have a recommendation depending on the reason that you're uh, in today so um with the level one we get you down to about negative 135 and for a level two, we get you to about negative 165, a three about negative 185 to negative 192. And it just varies um, depending on how busy it is that day, how cold the machine actually gets, but it's in that in that range. Now, if you run that, that level one session, for example, that's supposed to get down to negative 135, and you know maybe you're a little bit too cold, so we adjust the temperature for you, you might not get down to that negative 135, but the body's still doing what it needs to do as far as getting that blood flow. So um, the, the temperature really depends on the client. And and we're talking about Fahrenheit here. So when you talk about the body's right. doing what it's supposed to be doing, what does the body do in response to the cold? So it's um it's kind of funny how it works. People don't typically know this. They think that they're just getting in a machine and getting their their arms, their legs, their chest, you know, back really really cold. It's like a flash but freezing. It's all about yeah. the blood. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we're getting that blood to kind of constrict, to stop moving, to get it reoxygenated as fast as we can. Um, and there's a little tingling involved with that. And then once you step out, so that's a full three minutes of doing that. Um, it actually goes by extremely fast. And then once you do that, it's almost like a fight or flight type mode. So your body's doing that with the blood. And then endorphin wise, your body's re- releasing all these endorphins. So you can imagine standing in negative 135. It's, it's pretty, pretty serious. The body has no idea at all that it's in a, in a controlled environment. 
it really thinks you're in that dangerous situation. So all these, you know, different things are happening with the body, endorphin-wise, with the blood circulation. And then once you step out, those, those positive traits carry over into that as well, and that blood starts flowing out throughout your body. Your skin might get a little bit red, which is kind of cool, too, and you feel kind of uppity. You're, you know, very energetic from those endorphins, and you're kind of ready to go and take on that day. Yeah, in fact, you know, I find it interesting, like you said, there's not too much of an understanding about what it really does. But from my research, this was initially developed for the treatment of conditions like multiple sclerosis or rheumatoid arthritis, and they've been using it in Japan since the 1970s. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It, it kind of started off in, in Japan uh, for those specific reasons. And it, they were kind of playing around with it, experimenting. And then it branched off into Europe. And that's where it kind of took off and got extremely, extremely popular. Um, and now it's making its way into the U.S. It's been here for a couple of years now. So, yeah, it, it's spreading really, really fast. A, l- a lot of athletes now use it. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, we typically get them in first because of an injury, just because no one really knows about it just yet. They get injured, they, they, they research it, they come in. And then once they see not only how fast they recover from that injury, but they see how it makes them feel during their training sessions, their practices, their games, uh, they make it some sort of a routine whether they do it before every game, before every event, or sometimes after. It depends on the, uh, depends on the athlete and, uh, and what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and, and, you know, this is kind of all, you know, we're talking in generalities here, but um, I'm sure you have a few examples of people who have had, you know, pretty dramatic transformations, I guess, using this type of treatment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of athletes, um, we actually have one of our first uh, – clients that um, would, would use it continuously. You know, people will come once a week, which is great. They'll come more, they'll come less. But we had one athlete, um, I won't give out his name just for some privacy, but he uh, would compete in triathlons. And I don't know too much about the sport, about, um, you know, the racing world, but he was training for an Ironman. And it was a pretty big deal, uh, a very, very serious race. And he had done one in the past. So he kind of already had experience with that, what he would feel before, while he's training and after, during. Um, he already had that baseline. So now he wanted to incorporate cryotherapy into his training routine, both prior to, during, and after that race. Uh, I think he started off with three sessions a week, so maybe like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then he upped it to about five sessions a week when he was about two weeks out from that race. Um, and during, the, um, during the, tra- the, the training for that race, he felt great, you know, and which is good. You know, it's hard to tell what's going on with the body, but he felt great. That's good. But when the race came, he, he killed it. It was, it was an awesome race for him. He did ex- outstanding as far as time goes on that race, and that was really good too. But the biggest point I'd say from, from that specific case was uh, his recovery after the race. So from what I understand, what he told me and a lot of other runners and, and people that compete tell me is that the, the recovery from those, those extreme races, um, it takes time. Um, he, was, he was back running in like two or three days, and then he actually competed in another race, I think a week and a half or two weeks right after he said it's the best he's ever felt after um, an Ironman. So that was that was huge as far as athletes go. He he definitely killed it. He he, he did you know do five sessions a week and um, I'd say outstanding results. Yeah, and and my wife's kind of similar. She had that result after she we did it after she ran, and she I, I said, well, do you feel different? And she's like, I just feel like I recovered faster. And it's a weird term for people to use right. that, but I hear it over and over again. Right, absolutely. That that's that's what it comes down to. It's kind of hard to tell until you until you do it for yourself. Um, and everyone's experience is different depending on their love, you know, the, the the type of sports that they play. When we're talking about athletes, type of sports that they play, their level of fitness, what their baseline is. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Now, 
How does this compare to just regular ice? I've, I've heard some people who just sit in an ice bath. What's, what's the difference between a cryotherapy session and, say, these athletes who do sit in an ice bath? So a, a, lot, of, a lot of people in places will tell you that, um, that cryotherapy you know, is 10 times better, this and that, um, which it, it, it's true. Cryotherapy is more effective when it comes to uh, the recovery aspect, you know, the mental endorphins that are released, the cool little side effects that you might not get with the, um, with the ice bath. That's true. It's a three-minute session. It's extremely fast. Um, you don't need to set up that ice bath that's going to take, you know, anywhere from 7 to 12 to 20 minutes, you know, depending on the person. So it's, it's, it's really effective, um, both cost-effective and effective when it comes to setting up that, that therapy. Um, but what we're doing is we're, we're exposing the body to, to these extreme, extreme temperatures that, that you probably would not be able to do otherwise. And that's why you're able to get those, those added effects when it comes to the blood circulation and it comes to the... Um, the, mental, the endorphins and how you feel afterwards. I mean, people use cryotherapy to treat depression. You know, crazy, crazy things. Um, but I will say that that um, a lot of our athletes, we do, we have, we have, you know, different athletes in different, different sports. Um, we still recommend that they do, on some sort of routine, do the localized icing or the um, the ice bath. It's, it's. I look at it as two different types of therapy. Um, if you were to choose one, I would say cryotherapy is more effective. But if you could do both, that would be the absolute. That would be the absolute best. Oh yeah, I hear time after time. You know, I don't have time to ice. I don't have time to ice. And you know, this right. is a quick, easy solution. And most people who don't, frankly, don't like the cold, you know, do a lot better because they warm up quick. I've done a polar bear plunge where I go and you know jump in this freezing cold water, and I'll tell you, I did not feel better after I came out of that. Nor do I ever have the desire to do it again. But when it comes to right. cryotherapy, I've done it here, and I actually do feel better. I feel like I can go and do more. Like you know, my pain is gone. Quick recovery. So just just a lot better, more pleasant results, if you will. No, absolutely. Um, that's that's one thing that I've noticed. People that come in, I'd say almost forty percent of people that come to us for the first time, uh, one of their biggest concerns is, is is I hate the cold, and and I do too. I cannot stand the cold. Um, I have a heater in, in my room, in my office right here, um, but it's a different type of cold. It's it's different. Um, not only is it different, it's only three minutes. So, you know. You, you experience that cold for three minutes. Once you step out, the body warms up so fast. It's like you didn't even do it, which is, which is awesome. Um, but you know, a lot of, and another part of that too, is a lot of people have aches and pains that are caused by the cold. Maybe they have, um, metal in their body, uh, metal rods, or they just, you know, their arthritis is affected by the cold and, it, and, it, and they're kind of turned off by the therapy. I've not once had someone get in that machine and, and feel those aches and pains while experiencing the crowd therapy session. So it, it is different from, from regular conventional cold, um, if you will. No, that's that's great. And, um, you know, someone else who doesn't like icing are my kids, you know, when they need it. Is this treatment okay for kids to do? Yeah, absolutely. We um, So our age cuts off at about 12 years old. Um, we do 12 and up, and, and the, the big thing for that is, is typically the height. Uh, we want to see at least five five feet. And that is because that's, that's what the machine will allow. Um, science, you know, when it comes to the body, it really doesn't make too much of a difference. It's a lot safer to do 12 years old, 13 years old and up. But um, the big thing is that we want to keep that, that, uh, that head outside of the level of nitrogen. So it really doesn't matter if you're, if you're 12, 13, 15, 24, 32. Some people are 5 foot 1 and, they, you know, they just might be at that, at that limit. But as far as kids go, we do um, 12 years old and up, and 
nine times out of ten, those those twelve year olds, those thirteen year olds are um, are actually pretty intense athletes. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to bring up next is is we have a, a mutual patient who was was an athlete and played, but you know the interesting thing was there was an injury to the ankle, and they wanted to get back on the court as fast as possible. I mean, tell that story. It, it, it amazed me. I almost, you know, I was, I almost didn't believe it. It amazed me too. Um, that, I think that was the first one that we had where from that point on, I was able to tell people, Hey, if you have that sort of ankle injury with that, with the swelling, you can hardly put pressure on it. The redness. Um, I'm now extremely confident that if you use cryotherapy, you'll be, you'll, you'll be back on your feet in, in a day or two. It's, it's insane what it can do to the body. Um, but yeah, she came in. She didn't, she didn't know what to expect, uh, pr- pretty swollen ankle. And, um, and to be honest, uh, I was expecting, you know, a, a pretty decent recovery as well. As far as time goes, I thought it would take a little bit of time. Um, she, I'm pretty sure she was out of her brace the next day after doing a, a cryotherapy therapy session. Now I do believe she, she wanted to get back on the court as fast as possible. She ran, um, the coldest level, level three that, that she could do, uh, but to be honest, I think no matter what the level she would have picked, it, it, we would have had the same results. And, and from, that, from that point on, everyone that came in with a swollen ankle, a swollen knee, anything with swelling, um, uh, the therapy was extremely, extremely effective. Yeah, it, it, it amazed me because I, uh, she was limping down the hall and then all of a sudden coming back and like running around. And it, I was like, <laughs> all right. yeah, you, you can't. You can't do that physically, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's crazy. It is so crazy. Uh, but but it was really cool to see her, you know, progress and and rehabilitate. No, absolutely. And then one thing I will add to is, and we we mentioned this to all of our younger athletes. Um, it, you know that that typically happens a lot. They'll feel a lot better the same day, the next day. We just have them take it extremely slow, just because that you know they they were just injured. Um, it's better that we don't re-injure that same ankle, that same knee. Uh, even though they are feeling well, um, we always ask that you take it a little bit slow. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I go through the process of patient education on this very concept that just because you feel better fast doesn't right. mean you've healed better fast. Now, you can heal better faster, but the feel better fast doesn't necessarily always correlate with how your body's healing. Pain can be very powerful in letting us know, you know what we should and shouldn't do. And that brings me to another question. Who is this treatment not for? So the big one, which is absolute, an absolute no, it's, it's actually very rare have I had to turn someone away from cryotherapy. Um, uh, when, it, when, it, when you come in, we kind of discuss because a lot of the things are kind of, uh, they go either way. Um, uh, a big no for people would be uncontrolled high blood pressure. If you, if you have really, really high blood pressure and you're not being seen by a doctor, you're basically not taking medication. Um, that's going to be a no for you. And that's just because of what happens with the body, the blood circulation while you're in the machine. Um, another big one, and it comes, you know, coming from the heart as well, a uh, prior heart attack. Uh, that's a no for us just because, um, it, it, it's, again, it's, it's playing on, it's playing on the edge. We, we would rather not mess with that when it comes to that blood circulation part of it. And then the other 100% no, um, if you're pregnant or if you are possibly pregnant, just don't even risk it. We wouldn't allow it, but um, I, yeah, that's something that we wouldn't even play with. The ones that are kind of on the edge are uh, people with nerve issues. So when people come in, um, and you'll see it right on our waiver, uh, it talks about nerve issues when you're signing when you're signing that waiver. And when it comes to nerve issues, it's kind of hard to tell what's causing if you have real nerve damage, um, something like sciatica. It's it's hard to tell what's going on in the body. 
And we've never, ever had an issue with someone that thought they had nerve issues. Um, the, the only thing we can say is when they come in and bring that up is that the therapy might not work for you. And I think we actually talked about this once before. Uh, someone came in with, I think they had true sciatica, true sciatica issues. And um, they, they, they felt great after the session. You know, they, 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 just, they just felt really, really good. But that, that's, that issue that, that they had was lingering. It, it stayed there. And I think that was because it was a true nerve issue. The cold isn't going to do much for the nerve. Um, so that's one thing. It's kind of, you know, it goes either way. But every other situation after that, when it came to the nerve, a lot of the times the muscle, everything that's going, around, going um, on around the nerve, we can kind of calm that down with the therapy. And, uh, and you know, in the end, they, they, they feel that that pain just slowly creeps away, which is, which is awesome. Who would you say is the ideal candidate for cryotherapy in your in your practice? Yeah, absolutely. So there there are different categories. We have um, individuals who are just extreme athletes. Um, they 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 put their body under immense stress throughout the week, and not that they're injured or anything like that, but um, they just need that recovery boost. So we get quite a few people in that type of category. Um, the other category would be people that you know, regardless of if they're in the fitness or not, they just are um, experiencing a lot of pain, whether it be post-surgery um, or they're injured, something like that. And we're trying to speed up that recovery process. And that works extremely well, too. Uh, so two different categories. And there's actually a third one. And it's those people that, you know, they're not experiencing any pain at all, um, but they, they just wanted to try it out. And they realized after trying out that first session, it made them feel extremely good that it's that well-being part of um part of the therapy that they really enjoyed. Uh, some people, it's, it's like their morning cup of coffee. Those endorphins are released and they feel great throughout the rest of the day. And it's something that they get hooked on. Yeah. And I can, I can attest to that. I've had some patients, they come out and they, 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 uh, they experience a rush, but I've had other patients who actually get sleepy afterward. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, with that, that's one of the, the things we finish up with after your session. Um, it, it's different for everyone. Most people, what you're going to experience, um, in that aspect is you're going to get out of the machine. You're either going to feel extremely energized, kind of jittery, almost like a pre-workout kind of, um, and you can go and take it to the gym. You can go to work, whatever you need to do. And that's great. Or you can get out and you'll feel almost the same. You'll feel fine, but it's still doing that, you know, those anti-inflammatory properties, everything's doing what it needs to do inside the body, which is good as well. Um, and then the, the third type of person, they get out and they hit that fatigue point immediately. Um, and it, it really just depends on the person. A lot of the times it depends on what they ate before, if they had already worked out or not. Um, so if they do hit that fatigue point right as they finish their session, um, literally about 15 minutes after they might get a little tired, uh, they, they basically adjust their, their sessions to the evening um, and they do their cryotherapy and they go home and go rest. And what that, what that is um, with, with both types of people, it's, it's that body that, that the body reheating um, getting that blood flowing like crazy. That's what happens when uh, we get you inside this machine. The blood constricts, goes to the core. We reoxygenate that blood. And then when you step out, that blood flow is, is just a very, it's a very strenuous process on the body. You're burning a lot of calories and that is what causes the fatigue, whether it be right after or later in the day. And if you're in the perfect boat, it's going to be, you're going to get out of that machine. You're going to feel great. You're going to, you know, carry on with your day. And then in, in the evening, you might feel tired. You might not. You'll fall asleep and you'll have, you know, a great night's rest. Um, and that's one of the number one benefits that people don't typically talk about. There, you mentioned that this can actually increase metabolism. So, there, is there? I mean, the first thing I think of is weight loss. Is can this be used when it comes to weight loss at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's one of those things that, you know, and I'm, I'm big into this. This is a sports tailored business. You know, people will come here for weight loss. Um, this isn't something that's going to drop the weight off your body like that. This is something that works extremely well when you supplement it with a weight loss routine or program. Um, you are burning calories while you're in there. Not only are you burning calories, but you're burning calories. The more you use the machine, your body becomes kind of accustomed to the therapy. So that, that's one part of it. Um, as far as the metabolism goes, um, yeah, there's a, pretty, there's a pretty big boost there. Same thing. It's pretty short term. You know, if you do a session once, maybe twice. But once you get your body kind of in that, that cryotherapy routine, you do it a couple times. You do it maybe once every two weeks, once a week. Um, you'll, you'll definitely notice the difference. And the ones that notice the difference are obviously the ones that are constantly checking their, their, their progress in the mirror or on the scale. Um, and we've had from the very beginning since opening, we've noticed people that um, we have a lot of fitness competitors, um, bodybuilding, figure, physique, bikini competitors that are very, uh, that know their body extremely well. And they know during the, the time for, for prep, while they're prepping for a show, they know what their weight should be, uh, what it needs to be, and so on. And it, it's amazing the, the, the weight that they drop because it's very noticeable on them because they're already so lean. Uh, so I've seen that myself, um, especially women, dropping weight extremely fast. And not only that, another part of weight loss, um, if you know, let's say you lose 50 pounds, you might have a little bit of extra skin there that you might want to tighten up a little bit. Another benefit is, is going to be cellulite. Um, we, we can attack the cellulite too. People will do localized cryotherapy, not here but we'll try localized cryotherapy um, for cellulite. So people have experienced that as well. It's just interesting what it can do for, you know, weight loss and the skin and everything like that. Um, like I mentioned earlier, if you're the type of person that's going to get out of the machine and get fatigued and tired right away, in my mind, to me, that would be a negative just because I, I love to use this before the gym. So if I could no longer do that, then I would have to change up my routine and everything like that. But for me, it's a huge pre-workout. Um, so it's not even really a negative because some people that, 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 that get that way after their sessions, they get a little tired, a little fatigued right after their session, they, they actually appreciate it. You know, they had work all day, they're getting their cryo done, and then they're going to go home and relax. They really appreciate that, that fatigue that they get. Um, so, yeah, you know, as far as the negatives go, there aren't many. <laughs> the only negative is that you've got to stand in the cold for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just get over that and you'll be good. So, yeah, you'll be fine. Well, I really appreciate your time on the show with us today, Marcos. If people want to find out more about your business or about you and want to connect with you, have some questions, where's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have a website um, that's performcryo.com. So you can you know go on that website. You can see everything that we offer, kind of learn a little bit about cryotherapy. If you ever want to you know get in touch with us, um, you have questions, want to book an appointment, anything like that, you can either do, uh, you know, text or call our cell phone number. That's uh, 925-390-8632. That's, you know, feel free. Um, but if you just have, you know, you want to check out some of the pictures, some of the, um, the reviews, people at experience, we have both Instagram and Facebook, and both are just going to be performance cryotherapy. Um, so, and you can actually reach out to us on any of those platforms. They all work. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate your time with us. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, no, absolutely I appreciate would. it. So again, thank you for your time. And we look forward to doing some more cryo in the future. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. I want to thank Marcos for being on the show today and talking to us about whole body cryotherapy and some of the benefits. And he even shared with me a study from PubMed afterwards regarding muscular disorders associated with ankylosing spondylitis. 
the conclusion they came to was that whole body cryotherapy did account for corrective influence. So if you found this information useful or know of someone who can use this information, please share this episode with them and don't forget to subscribe. And thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com. Oh, oh, oh.